again welcome welcome everybody once again to stories from the heart on just us radio network and uh once again we're here goodness gracious me it's 21st of december now <laughs> time is flying on along so but welcome to everyone libby i think i hear you there so welcome welcome to you too there you are yay <laughs> Amazing, December 21st, and we're all gathering, yay. Yay, yeah, and didn't you say it's the solstice? It is, well, I think it's the solstice. Or thereabouts, the next couple of days, if it's not today, but it's the 21st today, so it's around about range. Uh, It's skipping dark, this is at least the longest night, and then we get shorter. Oh, right, right. Days longer, nights shorter. And there you are, freezing solid probably up there. You said the weather's been pretty... No, it's now beautiful. It's oh, good. Three degrees centigrade. Oh, wow. It may go down to minus three, but that sure beats minus 30. It was. <laughs> um, wow. But it's all almost all melted. And uh, that's wow. how we're supposed to I was thrilled today because it was only 73, which is like 20, 21 degrees. <laughs> Saturday. I said, like, oh, it's lovely and cool today. Phew, thank goodness for that. I didn't sweat all day long, so I have no complaints today to say I'm worn out from a hot day because it wasn't today. It was it was humid yesterday. We were sweating all over yesterday, but today we weren't. I was, I was through and it was cloudy all day. I was like, yeah, it's lovely today. <laughs> the sun, actually, interestingly, the sun is very, very hot. Like, even though it's like only 80, 81, 82, 84 maybe during the day, the sun is intense when you're standing out there in it burning you oh i remember i used to live in florida I yeah oh somebody's jumping in maybe five five nine you're jumping in or you're just well, maybe you're just joining us and i i think when you join the uh, mics are open so i think that's what happens so um i muted you for the moment and then if you want to jump in just uh, uh unmute uh your end if you can um I think uh, I know uh, um, Bird and Eagle know the numbers to unmute off a phone. Obviously, on the computer, you can use your uh, button, mute button. Sorry, 
sure. Yeah, it's just something like uh, Star Six or something. Yes. Anyway, yes, but uh, here we are talking about the weather as usual. But uh, it's quite fun because uh, here I'm in sort of like blazing heat, and there you are in free, freezing weather usually. Anyway. Um, oh yeah, no, I mean it's winter here. Yeah. I, I don't mind. It's a whole nother when I went to the uh, wooded area today for uh, the whole little pond was frozen and nice. the lake. I went to the lake yesterday and that was pretty, not all of it, but it, it's the whole beauty, you know. There's oh, I, yeah, I don't complain. I like, I enjoyed my winters too when I was there. You dress properly. Oh, absolutely. Dress, dress properly and keep moving, right? That's what I always said. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so uh, here we are. I'm hoping we've got some stories today at some point. Um, I think Eagle's got a story to share if he gets to join us. I know he's kind of busy oh, doing wow. stuff, but with any bit of luck, there'll be a story there. And uh, if anyone else has got a story, I see D-Bot's with us. Welcome. Glad to see you there. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's always good to see our family join us. So uh, the usual crew, I see um, Anya and I see Lotus, so hey, and uh, that is also um, Ra, I'm pretty yes, sure Asuki we is Ra, we yeah, we weren't okay. sure of that before, but I know she keeps uh, having to change uh, IDs and stuff, so. Oh, this whole Zoom thing, I had to change to, uh, Oh right. well, it wasn't an upgrade, but I had to, and so I've lost all my little things that I used to have. Right kind of like when Skype upgrades on you and you lose things. Yes, that's right. Yes, we had that happen on uh, one of our... When we had blog Right. Yeah. Uh, all the different things you get used to. Uh, yeah, Morph had a new computer this week and he couldn't find the Stories from the Heart Skype room. So I had to send it, uh, um, uh, remove him from the group and then add him back and that worked. So that was handy. But yes, all our joy of technology, but there we are. Here is AI working for us, uh, which is very nice of it right now here on uh, to, to uh, connect us all from all over the place, which is very good. So yeah, my stories aren't really a whole lot different than last week. <laughs> Been, uh, actually, I had a, a couple of half days off this week. My, uh, I think I mentioned last week, my jockey broke her finger. And then I ended up having a, another day off, which was cool, because the student wanted to work an extra day because she's going home for the Christmas weekend. So that was very nice. So I had another Monday off, which yeah. I don't usually. And then next week will probably be pretty big. Pretty, I'm, I'm working over Christmas, look after the horse as well. Um, well, uh, I'll get some help. It won't be just me. But um, And then we've got a few bits of horse showing to do uh, early next week. So that'll add to a bit of excitement so it's just a case of uh keeping everybody healthy and well we have the vet here today just doing routine kind of maintenance work on them to make sure they're fighting fit for doing horse shows which is the object of the exercise is what we're all here for so that's all right and that all went okay and uh yeah it's a case of just uh keeping everybody moving and uh exercising and uh hopefully the finger will hold out she's riding now with the broken finger with the with the surgery done on with a giant bandage on her hand so she's not taking time off for her back no she's not taking time off because horse riding people are crazy i always remember um when i was in ireland um somebody going to the major uh, jockey doctor 
So jockeys are even more crazy than show jumping riders. These are, that's race jockeys, as you can imagine. They'll they'll break their collarbone and they're supposed to have like you know a month or something off, and they'll be back riding within a week or whatever. And the the, the doctor always said, well, these these horse riding people are just crazy. <laughs> and normal people, even normal athletes, will take a bit of time off, but not horse riding people. No, they don't take time off. So <laughs> they're literally dying. So uh, yeah, she's back riding again. So she had the surgery on uh, Friday, and she was riding on Tuesday. So she took a few days off. So that was the beginning. But uh, yes, that's horse riding people, and. Uh, so I guess, you know, it's their livelihood and that's what they do and that's who they are and it's all part of everything. So you just have to go with the flow and do the best you can with uh, the situation and help them the best way we can, which is okay. So, yeah, every day is good. And uh, the only day I have any struggles is when it's uh, very, very humid, which is quite a lot of days. <laughs> but uh, today, like I said, it was lovely. It was cloudy all day and it was a bit of a breeze and it was... Uh, I don't know, it's only low 70s, which is like, you know, low 20s in centigrade. So, uh, yeah, I was happy today. And uh, I rode my bike there and back today, which is always good. Yeah, Yeah, I ride the bike kind of pretty much every other day now at the moment. I'm kind of doing that. I've actually been doing some, um, I've kind of sorted my diet out a bit. I've been a bit kind of all over the place since I've been traveling around or, yeah, and I gained a fair few pounds. So I've kind of dropped that lot off in the last couple of weeks, which has been good. <laughs> feel a lot better. <laughs> uh, so that's good. And uh, that's helping my knees. I'm trying to heal my knees as well. That's a continuous thing, these old knee injuries. Look, in, in all those pictures and everything, you did not look like you had gained. Right? No, I didn't look like, but if you saw the fat picture and the not-so-fat picture, which I took the other week, uh, the other day, actually, you can see. <laughs> I'm actually quite pleased with myself. So, uh, yeah, I know I didn't look fat, but I was. And I'm, I'm happy with myself again now. So uh, that's good. So it's just a case of, um, you know, keeping oneself... Uh, comfortable for who we are and uh, I'm glad to be back to my normal self again I think you know my knees can't take the extra it was about 12 12 or 14 pounds I mean it was a lot it wasn't just a little bit so uh, yeah I'm kind of happier like that so uh, that's good and uh, yeah so I hope somebody's got some more interesting stories than me and my well I'll tell my story about my rage oh good did have a rage and it, it was built up over being in uh, living in a situation where I can't really express myself um, in my own room on the phone and, and on the show. Well, on the show, I do it anyway, but it still feels mm. restrictive. And I lost, I think it was Friday morning, I'm not sure what day it was, but I, I really went into a rage and I had to really sit with it. It was with my one of my roommates, which is, of course, not a good idea. <laughs> but I had to look at it and it took me quite a while because I had been trying to just say, no, no, just deal with this. This is better than the, the shelter. This is, you know, and, and it's true. All of this is very true, but still the change from what I once had the freedom, the space to do whatever, whenever, however, to being so constrained that it's just a few steps above the shelter. It's way better, way better. But the constraining part, which is also built in in that you're trying not to disturb the people you live with. I don't know. Nobody wants to disturb. So it's, it's, 
is I had to see, okay, so what is this range? And, and I saw that I was not making very big effort to change it, to find a better place. I'm still in grief. I'm still feeling very deeply depressed and I'm watching myself and I'm, there's a part of me going, oh, come on, get over it. And then there's another part that just says, I don't care anymore. I really don't care. So it, and then I start to enter these dimensions of when I go to sleep, I go to beautiful, beautiful places. And when I wake up, it's like, oh, fuck, I'm still here. <laughs> and um, so the, I think this is a, possibly a collective experience as well, and that we're all having to resolve our issues and, and recognize we're doing this. I mean, it's not like I don't know I'm doing this, but I'm not enjoying the script I, I wrote and I am changing it step by step, but it, it, it is so delicate. Like, I don't want to go on welfare. I really don't. And yet everyone around me is encouraged. Oh yeah, I know. And I'm, when I'm 64, it's like right around the bend for me. And I remember when the Beatles sang that, and I thought, oh, I have to say it's been very turbulent, and um, I am so grateful to have running hot water and shelter beyond what was the shelter. Mm. But it really makes me see, I listened to uh, Michael Tallinger did a really good three-hour talk on Ubuntu and, and money and, and the birth certificate. It was all in there. Interesting. And, and Max Egan was talking. And I've been doing a lot of listening to her saying, especially when it's minus 30, I ain't going nowhere. And so just seeing how the various groups, uh, D uh, from removing the shackles and, mm. and, and just seeing how we're all still intermingled, all these various groups we've been with. Right. And we all feel this change. It's like there's different timelines going on. There's different body things. By now, I'm into this series called The OA on Netflix. Holy mackerel. I just started watching it yesterday. I could, if it was a book, I couldn't put it down. Wow. So, wow. so I do you recommend that for people who get Netflix or VOA? VOA, is it? Yeah. It's called oh, I'll be looking for that. Mm, I've got Netflix. Oh, good. Mm. So I'll just share that part because if anybody else is having turbulent times, <laughs> <laughs> and I am grateful for Ho'oponopono and mm. let go, and, you know, I'm grateful for it. And ha I have to be vigilant and humorous and and uh, forgive myself and others because these are turbulent times for Libby right now. Mm. Right. Well, we'll keep holding you on in our hearts and we know that you always find the way and whatever's best for you. But, well, so I'm hoping I get to learn to teleport really, really. Sure. Yeah. I mean, the pressure to do that <laughs> really, really strong. So if that's what it takes, I got that. Wow. Well, that would be totally awesome. And I know you've been kind of working on that for a while and that would be just the most wonderful thing. Because I do know that, and we've talked about this before, there's so many things that we can do and we 
can't at the moment because we don't believe we can and we know we can but that belief thing is so strong it my stops sleep us. Is like that i know i'm going right i'm certainly another dimension and it is mm. and you know having a roommate that does go to bed at seven o'clock at night sometimes six o'clock at night i think well bad idea i love going to sleep you know so i go and then that does make time for my early morning workshop so i'm right. Right, different time frame. I go to bed a lot earlier too, but I mean, I don't care if anyone's making noise. I just go to bed and go to sleep. If I'm tired, I go to sleep. I'm not tired, I stay awake. But I suppose some people are. But yeah, so it's, it's, it's just yeah, more tricky when you're... I mean, I, I feel blessed in this uh, environment because although there's people close by, I suppose it's not through a wall, there's a little hallway between my room and their room and then there's their living room along there and I, I don't hear a lot of noise from them and I guess they don't from me and um, oh, my friend my other roommate's room is not near here and she can do whatever so there's that oh, oh. Right. oh right so <laughs> she got a better room uh, oh yeah whoopsie and, yeah well and it's okay it is what it is but it, it is me recognizing yeah, this is all where the rage is coming from. It's like, you're not, I was so spoiled. So spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So like, okay. Yes, and you know, it's funny because you're aware of all of this, but I actually mentioned that Martha yesterday said, in the one that's broken the finger, she was, it was her first day riding since, you know, the whole thing, well, since the surgery. And she said, I'm not having a good day today. And uh, I said a few things. And she went off right and she came back. And I said, you know what else I need to say to you? When you're having these sort of days, you have to focus on the things you do have, not the things you don't have. And I remembered myself when I had the six broken ribs and the fractured scapula. And I couldn't ride my bicycle. I couldn't work and all of that. And I remember my friend who used to ride with me. And uh, she'd uh, made a plan one morning, let's go walking together because I could walk. And then she called me and she said, oh, and I've decided it's really nice. I'm going to go for a bike ride. I was raging. I was like, I can't go for a bike ride. It's not fair. Blah, 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 blah. And then I said, stop, 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 stop. You can walk. There's a lot of people that can't walk. I can walk. I might have my arm in a sling, but my legs work. I can walk. I'd have a lot more to complain about if I couldn't walk. So right then I slapped myself around the flipping head and I said, don't you do dare do that again because I can walk. I might not be able to ride my bike at the moment. I might not be able to go and ride horses and do that, but I can walk. That's massive. So I, I told her that story and uh, I, she kind of like, yeah, I know that really. Yeah. So she hasn't felt so low since today. She was much better. And um, I do know it, it is a tough one when we're feeling low. But that is, for me, it's the best way to kick ourselves out of it, say, okay, I don't like this, I'm not happy about this, this is not good, that's not good, but what is? I always remember the Joe Vitale story, that he was homeless and he was penniless and completely just down and out, but he knew he'd gone and read a few books and he's like, well, what do I have to be grateful for? And he was grateful for this little stubby pencil that he could write with and he had a piece of paper and he could write his thoughts and feelings on it. And he was so grateful that he could do that. And that was the beginning of him becoming like multiple successful and writing hundreds of books and blah, blah, blah. It, we can be grateful for the smallest things and it can. And, and also for being able to witness ourselves in it. 
Yes. Okay, well, here I am. I'm watching this. Yeah. And although Make I can't really it. get out of it, I do let myself get swirled in it to taste it, to feel it. To mm. okay, yeah. Having an awareness of it is massive, isn't it? It changes it mm. because you, you realize, well, you go to sleep at night, none of this bothers you, does it? No. <laughs> so, why does it bother you? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I, I saw myself get a little bit cross about a couple of things um, a couple of days ago, and I was like, why am I annoyed about that? That's like really stupid. Stop it. <laughs> you know, like, stop it. Stop it. Stop that now. <laughs> you know, because uh, it definitely helps when you see it happening. It really does change it, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. It really does. Yeah. Yeah, just stop it. Just stop it. <laughs> and it was only small things, so it was easy for me to say stop it. It's different, you know. They were very small things, and I was like, just stop it. That's like really silly. <laughs> and I was just like, oh yeah, I'm going to stop that. Now. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it does uh, does change. But that yeah, awareness. We talk about the awareness thing again, and that's huge. Awareness of what's going on around you, and uh, how you're feeling, and what's triggering you, and all that stuff really makes a difference to how things turn out so uh yeah uh hey if we've got someone to jump in hey jump right on in yeah that looks like that was a toronto number 417 417 oh no 416 hello 417 oh we got 203 as well hello hey how's everyone doing we're good glad to hear you yeah, likewise. I thought I dropped off from the call there. I wasn't sure if I hit the wrong button or not. Okay, well, you're, you're loud and clear right now. Cool. I just wanted to say thanks for sharing a lot of the things you guys were talking about. Um, kind of my questions or what I was feeling was kind of getting answered as you were both discussing what was going on. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> sometimes things are really clear sometimes things are a little cloudy and I've just been going through a lot of introspection myself and especially with being around people who are, are not necessarily um, um, aware they may, under, they may understand the concepts or somewhat but they're not really aware of it or they're more into the you know involved with just whatever it is they're doing and you know it's, sometimes it can be tough but like you said uh, when you look at the contrast it's you have to take the good from it too as well it could you know like you were saying with the walking and the bike and then different things with you know health wise and just um yeah just trying to be in a balance you know sometimes it's tough i hear you i have um i'm next door and um next door there's always tv going usually late into the night sometimes i have a difficult difficulty sleeping for a while so i was trying different things to go to sleep and at one point i had these giant earphones on like i was running a chainsaw while i was trying to go to sleep and it was just kind of just very like sometimes i just laugh you know what i mean it's just like okay but last year i was outside actually at this time and it was pretty cold and um so i got to take that in a retrospect and be like okay i'm happy for that and um, just taking it a day at a time and seeing where it's going. It's not, um, sometimes people aren't too receptive. And a lot of the people I thought were going to be like really receptive, really were, weren't really trying to hear me on anything. So it's been tough in that aspect, but I just kind of just read every day. I made a bunch of copies of the, some of the Kate's writings and I just read. And, um, you know, I try to go on 
emails and stuff and send um, send out you know websites as far as losing the name and everything like that and that's kind of what I spend most of my time doing even though sometimes I get criticized for that um it's not really I can't really see anything else being worth any more of the time as far as you know going out and like earning a living quote unquote and all this other stuff but at the same time I do respect the people that I'm staying with as far as they're allowing me to be able to you know use the internet and do these things and I, I enjoy either whether I'm out and about and I'm just talking to people about it or I'm actually on the internet able to do stuff like that it's I guess it's good either way so I don't yeah I, I thank you and I thank you for the table and I'm been happy to to uh, be able to share and to be able to listen this is kind of like one of my favorite parts to the week so Aww. thank you well thank you very much too we're yeah. glad you joined us. Very glad. Thank you. Yeah, thanks again. Sorry mm. if my wording, sometimes I'm not always in the, the now. I slip out then and again, and I'm sometimes my mind drifts a little bit. But, uh, yeah, I'm here. Thank you. Cool. Well, sounds good to me. Thank you very much for sharing that. So, yeah, it does seem like, you know, quite a few of us do uh, have to deal with certain, you know, energies and feelings and experiences that aren't altogether the, the best ones but like he was saying there you do see the contrast and that is something that's a really we've talked about that before as well contrast is such a really great thing that without one you don't recognize the other you know the two uh sides yeah of, yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so um yeah so anyone else that's like to jump on in that'd be really great we're really open to hearing everybody's uh, experiences right now because uh, these definitely are changing times and like people are talking about 2017 like i know a lot of different you know um, commentators have had different thoughts about uh, what's coming forth and uh, that's something that you know it's interesting to see what we feel. I know uh, David Wilcott was one of the people that was talking about, you know, 2017 is, is going to be lots of changes and um, he was staying quiet about it for a while, but he was uh, sure there was, you know, big changes going on. Hey, who's that there? Hey, Eagle here. Uh, hey, Eagle. I, sharing, I know you felt the love already when I was, not on time. <laughs> what is that? Yeah. Anyway, uh, Bird uh, gave me this phone so that I could listen. And they just showed up. So I'm going to mute. Yes, I would love to share if you want uh, yes, how want. truck and property get returned. I don't know how. That's exactly <laughs> it. I truly don't know. This is awesome. I don't know. All I, I'm, I'm merely thanking creation. Thanking yeah. creation and Libby. How about that? That'll work. <laughs> <laughs> just because, just because. There we are. I never share privately with Libby and I want to. So Libby, feel free to uh, uh, text. Jolly has the number of the phone I normally use, which begins with 405, go figure, because Jules gave it to me when we uh, departed Oklahoma. So there you go. Anyway, and I'll get back. I'm in the middle of a thing, 
and the thing requires order at KO, which is what we do. Order at a chaos. I'm just saying, it's what I do. And happiness, love, joy, harmony, peace. How about just fucking love? That is beautiful. Sounds wonderful. You're on the speaker. I'll be with you shortly, okay? okay. I don't know. Yep. You know. All right. A thousand breaths. <laughs> Bunch of breaths will do. As long as you keep breathing, we're okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we are muted now. Okay, Doug. Okay, bye. All righty. Cool. That's great. I look forward to that story. I think that's going to be a good one. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, we're really looking forward. I know some people have uh, background noises, so they can't jump in. But uh, anybody that can, of course, we will enjoy hearing the uh, progression through this matrix, as we like to call it. Goodness gracious, it's just um, the most bizarre thing. And then, you know, then you're in an environment where I'm at. Well, I suppose everybody's in this in an environment where other people are just oblivious to, I mean, I've had a few comments on the, I've got the South Dakota tags on the car at the moment. And they're like, oh, you're from South Dakota. I'm like, well, it's a long story. <laughs> and I mentioned today that I didn't have any car, actually wasn't registered last year for a good while. And I traveled thousands of miles without any of it. And she's like, oh, that was interesting. I said, That's a very long story. I'll need a lot of time for this uh, story, so I won't start now because that was the day I needed to get home. Um, but uh, yeah, it's kind of funny because like all of us are living, knowing of a lot of this stuff that's going on, or you know, in this entire matrix world, and yet all these people are going through life just oblivious to the stuff that we know about. So it's kind of like weird, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It, it, that's where I think sometimes I just think, okay, enough already. Enough already. Yeah, we're sort of like, oh, let's go one way or the other. Let's like just completely like stop it or let's just make some beautiful changes. Yeah. Which we're trying to do. We are definitely not just trying, we're working on we you know. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the exciting part, is that we are. We are. We are. And then, then we're okay if all these tsunamis take place and we get sort of, like, washed under. Well, we're okay about that, too. It's just the sort of, like, having to have the experiences you, you're kind of going through at the moment. You sort of, like... Oh, yeah, it fucking sucks. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> it does. <laughs> right? It, do, it just does. It's, like, really, you have to... You know, <laughs> Everything is driven by money. It's just so genius that that's what's being created to, to control us to the level that it does, the money thing. I mean, it's just brilliant. And like, you know, people say, like George Kavassas says, you know, money's not the problem. It's, the, it's those that use it in such a deceitful way to control us. The actual idea of it as being the means of exchange isn't a terrible idea. It's what it's become. Well, problem. Well, I think it is actually a terrible idea because it assumes that there is more value for one thing than there is for another. Well, yes. If everything was of equal value, there would not be need for any money at all. Right. That's true. You know, so 
it, it's a way for us to look at that and look more deeply and say, wait a second, it really does cause a problem. Because if you, uh, I'll just come back to the women that stayed at home and were homemakers, then they're so screwed when they get older for pension because those years they didn't put into the pension. So in Canada and probably the States, it was a tawdry amount. Yeah. And you just think, so there's no value here for the most important job of raising children, <laughs> children or yeah. taking care of young, teaching young children, because the young teachers are, are teachers of very young children. Yeah, it's so upside down. So that is money places a value on something. But if anything I do is equal to anything you do, Mm -hmm. I like the time exchange thing, an hour's worth an hour. Exactly, of anything, Mm. you know, which would then make crocheting very (laughs) lucrative. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Yeah, traveling. horses, very lucrative, yeah. or anything that requires a lot of time. Yeah, it would make it more lucrative, I guess, if you use time. As, yeah, know. but it, it certainly seems to be a fairer exchange than yeah. dollars, which is unpredictable. That's right. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, and everybody's time is you know everybody whatever we do has value in the way of uh, creating and, and services is products and services sort of thing, isn't it? That's the idea of it, that um, everybody's uh, product, and everybody's service, the time that is involved to create that is, should be equal. And and as, I, was, I was looking at how, again, the poor are made even poorer because not only are they underpaid, but if they don't have a car, then the time from getting from A to B mm. is also they're robbed of time. Yeah. You know, yeah. because when you do take the bus somewhere, you and that that ride would normally take fifteen minutes by car. Take the bus and takes an hour, an hour and a half, two hours, depending on where you're trying to go and how fast. And you just think, wow, what another way of creating a hierarchy. Not only do they get yeah. their time is taken. Yeah. Yeah, and being around this area, talking about like having a car or not, the number of expensive cars around here, um, Land Rovers are, not Land Rovers, Range Rovers are the car to have around here. Yes, they're all you know, going around in there. I mean, the number of them you see here is like insane. The number of like Maseratis and all those fucking uh, all those high-end cars. It's, it's. I mean, just where I'm at right now, the money. It's like I said last week. The the barns that the horses live in. They look like mansions from the outside. I mean, honestly, yeah. do. We'd all be happy one of those, huh? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's 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 insane. The buildings that have been created in this area for horses. Millions of dollars worth. I mean, it's incredible the amount of money that has been spent to create this whole setup down here. I mean, it's crazy. Especially when you see how much, and this is when I was, went out for a walk with my friend, every topic we went on, I went, (laughs) (laughs) I said, you know, I think it's possible. 
just, there's that. It's like, like so much enough of how the manipulation has affected us. And I can see that I'm going to the ringer. <laughs> like, okay. It's crazy how um, it, unequal it's becoming. The, the difference is becoming so vast between the, the poorest of the poor and the richer of the rich. I mean, like I say, living in this area, all you have to do is look around and you see. It's Hello, all. Hey. Hey, it's uh, Stormy Crow from Missouri. Hey, I'm Good to hear you guys. Yay. Good to hear you. Hi. Did you want to share a story today, Stony Crow? Well, yeah, I mean, uh, I can, I can uh, share how I, I woke up, you know, and sure. okay. years later, eventually came to be where I am now. You go for it. We'll just put ourselves on mute and you go for it, Stony Crow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, take a breather. It's nice, it's nice to be able to talk to people who I can share conversation about this, you know, because... You guys are about the only ones. <laughs> right. We everybody, all get else, everybody else is in some yeah. kind of fictional la-la land, you know. Anyway, I, it was back, at, back in 2010. I just, I, 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 I remember reading The Rise and the Fall of the Third Reich, right? I ended up reading it four times because of what I was seeing was kind of uh, an analog of what happened in that book, you know. <clears throat> so I, I looked around, was looking on the internet, you know, for people that, you know, noticed it too, you know, and were, you know, thinking about doing something about it, you know, and uh, found this group called, uh, eventually became Republic for the United States. So I joined them on February 4th of 2011, stayed with them for about a year. And at that same time, I, you know, I was looking other places and I was watching with this, uh, other group called 1776 Trust, which eventually became the one people's public trust was doing. Now I was, I was still pretty dumb, dumber and, and, and still learning, you know, and eventually I, I got, I got out of, out of Rusa because, you know, I, I, when I came to discover what common law was, I, I decided I didn't want to, I didn't want to be bound by that. So I got out of that and, and was watching what OPPT did. And and I think I was like in a good, I had good position to watch it all, you know, pretty much witness the whole thing from start to finish where the trustees there foreclosed on all corporations, networks, hierarchies, you know, worldwide. So, Anyway, that that was done. Participated into the, in this uh, program called Eye Open, where you are the bank, and you create your own currency. You know, and uh, it was just a, like a test program just to see if it would work. Did that with Angel Lucci and this Japanese guy who created the trading program, coding for the trading platform. Excuse me, and. Uh, Anyway, that was that was a pretty good experience, and, and that was done. And then Kate started coming out with, you know, I, I just discovered what she was doing and started coming out with what she was doing, and that intrigued me. And 
and here I am. <laughs> Hello. Sorry, I have to unmute. Uh, and how were you uh, affiliated with Little Deer? You, you had mentioned to us that somehow there was a With who? Little Deer. Did I get that wrong? Uh, I, could you say again? I can't hear you very well. Little Deer. She was a woman that Oh, was oh, okay. I'd gotten involved with uh, Court of Ages, which is a uh, syndicate couriers thing. Oh, okay. With her, okay, and uh, and I was the foreman of a grand jury who was uh had a case going to you know to determine whether there was enough evidence to indict this guy called Mr. Sino. He's uh, allegedly <laughs> he's allegedly an Indonesian guy, you know that 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 there's allegedly the monetary controller or M1. Yeah. And uh, I was the foreman of the grand jury, and uh, and that's how I met her. She was on the grand jury. Okay. Oh, there we go. So all the and we, yep. well, we did we didn't we couldn't get enough jurors. Oh. To uh, to seat the jury, so it kind of fell apart. How disappointing! Yeah. Well, welcome to the table, Stony Crow. And um, does anybody want to add or ask questions? Mm. <coughs> yes, it seems like you were saying earlier, Libby. A lot of us are kind of like come along a lot of similar paths. Oh, yeah. To where we've ended up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know that I was really quite heavily involved for the last eight years. 2008 is when I. Right, wow. The rabbit holes on the internet. I'm interested sure. in rabbit holes, but the internet ones that were so exciting. And yeah, didn't they take us to a lot of places? <laughs> and yes. here we are. Yeah, and we, we've kind of like mentioned this before that we've all kind of come in for different reasons. It's like things have occurred, you know, like that doesn't seem right. And you kind of like inquire a little bit further about that and on it goes until like you end up finding out about the legal name stuff and on it goes. And just with something so small as for me was realizing that um, as, as much as I knew my whole life that this, drug stuff was not right then i started to realize that the pharmaceutical industry is literally keeping people sick and using them as a means to to make more of this money thing and that's what pulled me into it all was like wait well that's not right and there's all these natural cures and i started to find out more and more having known my body could heal itself and then i started to realize well there's lots of really cool natural things that can help us do that and realizing that there's a whole creation built to keep humans sick and as i was always a healthy human i always was like well, why can't everybody be healthy why are they not trying to help us get healthy and that was my in to this whole digging up the dirt of what's been going on. I mean, that was just a small beginning, but that's the thing. We start with one sort of like, well, that's not right. No, and all of us have come through different routes. And then I kept finding connections between certain things. I thought, well, that's connected to that. And that, wait, that's this, that's over here, but that's connected to that over there. And 
I definitely think it's quite interesting to hear people's stories. And that was really cool that you, you shared yours there, Stony Crow, because um, it's fascinating to learn how each one of us did kind of start going down these various rabbit holes. Oh my goodness, yes. <laughs> it's fascinating. Yeah, it was, it's, been, it's been a really wonderful, although many times frustrating experience, you know. Right. You know, I've always been a student of history, you know, and mm. I remember a long, long time ago thinking about, you know, you know, you know, if he was back in, you know, the 1930s and, and you had a uh, precognition and you saw this, this, this funny looking guy called Adolf Hitler, you know, and, and you were in, <laughs> it, 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 what would you do, you know, right. you know, and, and, and the way you kind of, it was it's weird, you know. Yes. You know, I, it's, it's a very exciting time to be alive, you know. It is. But, you it's know, it's, it's, it's really, is. really frustrating, you know, that you, you, you can't talk to one of these people about it because, <laughs> yeah, of right. the, the, you, you know, even, it, you know, before it was just a blank stare, you know, and all that. But now it's just that the people just they, that they want to. Most of the people that I deal with, they just they want to stay hidden, but they want to hide in the you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they know what I'm talking about, you know, but they don't want to talk about they it. They don't want to hear it, no. They're in denial, you know. Yes. They don't, want to need, they don't want to do the work that's required to do on yourself. To change. And that's what's so yeah. hard. So that's why it's tough. It, it, yeah. And you can you know, I, I mean, I, I, know it's, I know it's a process that they have to go through, you know, like, you know, denial and anger and bargaining and acceptance, you know, like when people suffer traumatic injury, you know, or go through a trauma, right. you know, I, I mean, I had to go through it, you know, we all, I think we all have to have gone through it in some, in some way. Yes. <sighs> I'm just impatient, I guess. Uh, <laughs> well, <you> hurry up. <laughs> yeah. I, I get that feeling too. It's just like, okay, when already? Yeah. I think we all go through that sort of jaded feeling, don't we? This sort of like, I'm beyond jaded at this point. <laughs> You're like, I'm tired of it and like weary and yeah. When, when is it ever going to end and is it ever going to get better and are we just going to have to keep struggling, struggling, struggling? So that's a tough yeah, and, and, and what reading the news and looking at, I mean I'm hardly online anymore I just do a little bit of a little bit of the Facebook except now I'm on hooked on to this Netflix thing but um, just I'd rather be outside or I'd rather be pushed in mm. I, did you see that video with the planets and the energy supposedly going through the planet no um, I think that since put it on it's it's that made reminded me again of what the mystics used to say. Like there was a book written called um, the Matin de Magician, the Morning of the Magicians. It was written, I think, in the late 1920s. And it was about how the atmosphere would change, and that the energy of love and joy and peace would finally permeate the earth. And that's what I'm like. Come on now. And I know like the OA is almost about channeling it in, pulling it in, and that we all have this capacity within us. What you love about the humans, Jolly, is yeah. this love, this 
this joy, this passion, and 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 it, and that's what I think seems to be missing is that there doesn't seem to be there's passion, but it's violent passion as opposed to exuberant passion, which is a different flavor. And yes. uh, and then children have that exuberant passion, and and playful people have exuberance and I think that's what I I try to bring into the stores or wherever I'm walking is that joy when I go dancing is the exuberance mm-hmm. I don't get tired dancing which is wonderful I'm grateful for it so but to pass that on to others that you don't necessarily have to get tired if you think you're going to get tired then of course you're going to get tired but if you see yourself as regenerating yes and, and capable of regenerating right that's what we have it's kind of like what you're doing with the horses and yourself mm-hmm. you took off a long time you were sojourning and now the real heavy duty work of caring for horses and doing all that stuff is a dance and your exuberance made it a sweet dance and continues to make it a sweet dance yes that what you just said there let me just jump in real quick and carry on um I'm not going into it saying this is going to wear me out because it really did last time. And the, some of the early days, you know, because it was really humid, but I go in saying, you know, I'm going to be fine. I can mop off the sweat and I'll be fine. And I don't come home exhausted. We had a really tough day on Sunday because it's just, just the two of us there that day. And it was a really, really tough day. But I went in saying, you know, I'm not going to get worn out, but this is going to be easy. And I left, I've got to the end of the day and the two of us said, I'm not really that worn out. That's really cool. And it was, again, it was a mind over matter thing. Instead of expecting, oh, I'm going to be worn out by the end of this. This is going to really do me in today. Which, <laughs> I mean, if we have that thought. Yeah. The thoughts are so powerful. Yeah. So I'm making myself go saying, you know what? I feel really good. I feel really well. I feel really energetic. Uh, my knees are feeling better. Then my legs are not aching so much as they were when I started. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm, and I, I say things because you know I've spent. I think I've said this the other day. Um, I've spent most of my life being the youngest one around everyone that's around me. Now I've turned around. And I'm like shit. I'm the oldest here, <laughs> so I'm like right. Fuck that shit. So I'm like, I'm not giving into these old people things. I mean, I do suffer. The knees are a bit of a problem. I still, you know, can't run very well, but um. I can keep going and my legs were aching a little bit. So I've been working on them and um, definitely, you know, they're not aching so much during the day and I stretch and all of that. So yeah, it is definitely uh, in, instead of like giving into that middle age thing, Oh, well, I'm middle aged. Well, you generally expect everything to go south and blah, blah, blah. When you buy into those things, they bloody well happen. If you won't let it happen, you've got a better chance of keeping going. That's my philosophy anyway. <laughs> so uh, I won't give in I'm not going to say oh pull me I'm old I'm tired <laughs> like no fuck that shit <laughs> yeah, it only works so long that's what I say is although I might turn myself around the weariness the jadedness but that's a different thing it seems real it seems like fuck you really are jaded here. but that's a different thing that's jaded the spirit of, of of the whole worldly experience yeah. not just this life human I, i'm just talking about the life human experience at the moment 
that I think your weariness is more from this whole, I mean, we've been, we are big selves, our, our spiritual selves, our higher selves, whatever you want to call it. We've been battling through this bloody matrix for like eons. This yeah, is I think that's the weariness I'm tired. Yeah, I'm that's what it is. Like, no, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Last time round, please. <laughs> yeah, last, exactly. Last time round. We, we've, we, we're here for this last kind of kaboom, whatever it's going to be. Um, was, I don't know. I mean, I've talked to many people like, like my um, wise sister star, Sheila. She feels that like we were called in to be here for these moments. Now, somebody earlier said these are really uh, interesting times to be alive now. As much as it is exhausting and knowing all this stuff, these are special times. This is maybe the end game. I don't know. But, yeah. So... Jump in there, Stony Crow. Or um, Huddle, whoever it is there. Anyone? Maybe it's just because he was talking. Yeah. But yeah, um, the, I think these are extra, extraordinary times at the moment. They are. I think that's what the feeling is. It's kind of like I'm so excited to go to sleep because I feel like I'm, I'm going to. I do go to this extraordinary place. And yes. <laughs> okay. Um, so, when uh, the, it also feels like coming out of a cocoon. Mm. But then when I wake up, I see. So. Interesting. Yeah. I've been remembering more dreams lately that I I went through several years I can't remember. I knew I, I would wake up in the night. I knew I'd been in a major dream that something really major was going on. I could not remember any of it. Well, I can't remember it. I just know the feeling of it. Right. Oh, I had that feeling for a long time. I, I had feelings of more of, of being involved in something really important. I can never remember it. And then um, more lately, I've had a few dreams that I have remembered which is, is kind of good because I, I don't like not being able to remember anything. So uh, that's, that's been a bit of an improvement. But I do know over the last few years, I've been involved in something very, very, well, I would use that word important, but I, hadn't, I would wake up and I'd be like, wow, what was going on? I cannot remember any of it, but something really big has just been happening. So I think we're all kind of going off in these various realms of, and some people can remember and some can't. So, yeah, I, I remember a while back there had been various sort of like suggestions for trying to make you remember your dreams. But um, I guess there's some maybe reason that you don't. Maybe <laughs> there's so many. And then there's other people that think they're having these alien sort of abductions and sort of weird stuff going on when you are asleep and they wake up with like bruises and weird sort of like, well, I was listening to Steve Greer too, Dr. Greer. He was saying that that, that is actually happening, but it's not from the aliens. It's from the, uh, whatever it's called, the special. I don't know what the secret space program is called. Right, okay. Program and they have all the vessels already to do. You know, but that's not just Stephen Greer. So who right. played who's wrong? <laughs> right. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, extraordinary times again. I really think it is that we're in, and some are 
kind of here poised to be there to help with whatever's going on. Others are just there, just flowing through it. Like we've talked about before, like some are oblivious. And sometimes we're like, if only we were just oblivious, living one of those happy lives. Because there are a few people that are living happy lives, oblivious to all this. They're, they're, they're doing well. They've got nice jobs they like, and they're earning lots of, like, of this money thing that they can exchange for things they want. And they're probably helping other people when they can. And they're happy, and they've got children, and they're really successful, and everybody's enjoying what they're doing. Those people exist. And I guess they're the ones that have been in other lives that have struggled through them in some ways. I don't know. <laughs> I do wonder the depth of their existence, though. Because what appears as an existence, as the more I talk with people and interact, you realize that everybody has their own experiences. And, and successful does not necessarily mean happy. Um, true. And especially if it's financial success, if it's really good at a particular skill or passion, successful artist versus a not successful artist. Like why? I know. So yeah, I, you kind of wonder, like you're saying, like that successful artist versus the unsuccessful artist. It could be with painting, music, or whatever. That's all manipulated too, because if suddenly some art expert says this is a good painting, it could look like a pile of fucking blobs to me and you. But some expert says this is brilliant. So this artist becomes same with musicians, same with singers, particularly. I think musicians, I mean, musicians are brilliant. If they can play musical melodies, brilliant. Singers are created by the industry. We know that. Yeah. Well, not and if all. They, well, not all. But yeah. a lot, and in the this... The ones that we listen to on uh, any... The ones we like, maybe that's different. But the ones that are like, on mainstream that are promoted, that got put, get put in, yeah. that's the sort of uh, chosen one to be the puppet, that sort of thing. But it is interesting to watch the difference between whether they happen to actually makes me think of, um, okay, here's an interesting phenomenon. Um, there's been for many years a suggestion that Paul McCartney was replaced, right? There's a book that's come out in the last couple of years, um, which has a author, Thomas U. Harry on something weird name, but it was. Have you Thomas U. It's you something. Okay, so but seemingly the current Paul McCartney has written this explaining how it all happened, and that he was um, called Billy Shears, and he was poised to take the job because the original Paul McCartney had these premonitions that he was going to die young and he'd have these dreams and that if he did die young he needed a replacement and somehow this Billy Shears was the chosen one and Billy Shears explains how he actually is taller than the original Paul and but he actually was in some ways 
um, this is what made me remember the story, a more talented musician. He had a lot more sort of uh, ability to write different types of songs. Now, it's always been suggested that um, the new albums that started the, um, what's it called? Uh, the, uh, what's the one with all the pictures of them? Um, oh, flipping what's one in my brain? Uh, you know when they they changed their music i remember sheila saying she didn't ever like it oh when Uh, they went to yellow submarine yes all of that stuff and he wrote all that it was different because it was the new paul mccartney Uh, and there's lots of clues on the album cover um and um he keeps saying that, you know, he, he's one of his um, agreements that he would replace uh, Paul, who was killed in a car accident, was that he would be the leader of the band instead of John. Oh, wow. And everything changed when he became the leader of the band. The music changed. Everything changed. And Ono, Yoko Ono came into John's life. Yes, around that time too. And he didn't get on with her and all of that stuff. So, uh, yeah, it's a cover story too. I mean, to keep all that covered and all the people had to lie. Yes, exactly. And you know, this book that was written, there's lots of clues. I, I bought the shorter version ebook and there's a longer version. There's lots of client clues in it. And there's lots of this like, they put like, you know, they've, they've made this thing called the Bible code, but it's something like that. They've got all these kind of like letter in this, on this page correlates with the letter on that page. And it makes different codes and different flipping stories from it. It's quite an interesting thing that that kind of happened and that it kind of had that big of a cover up. Um, well, one wonders, I mean, it, it certainly was different music. I remember being mm. disappointed when it first came out and then, I guess taking in the house to start appreciating what they were doing, but um, Sergeant Pepper. That's it, Sergeant. Gee, I can't remember. But yeah, because he used to play in a band called something in the Pepper Pots, Billy and the Pepper Pots, and he had another um, pseudonym. Um, I can't think of it now. Talk about um, names. Eh? Here we're talking about legal name fraud, and it's mm-hmm. not a name, and then. It's quite fascinating, you know, all this. I mean, it's more fun. Yeah. It's just just deceit. I mean, it's just quite interesting. Anyway, you see, the the Paul McCartney is, he passed the 64, he's about 74 now. And in fact, the the supposed replacement was actually older again. So the guy posing as Paul McCartney now, assuming this is true, is probably closer to 80 at this point. He is looking very old now. And you can look back and you can see the pictures. Sometimes, you know, um, Paul McCartney's uh, not much taller than Ringo. In other pictures, he's loads taller. Like, he's really tall. He's taller than John. You know, it, it's quite fascinating. And then there's others that say they're all replacing them, or they've all got had clones, or they all had, you know, doubles, and on and on and on. It's quite fascinating when you start reading that. Hillary is a clone. Everybody well, yes, a lot of people say. Are we clones, sister? <laughs> yeah, sometimes I wonder if I'm a clone. I mean, it's just like a weird thing on where my brain works. It's like, I don't know. Sometimes my brain doesn't work at all. 
like just then I couldn't remember that you know uh, Sergeant Pepper and you know it's it's quite fascinating though to to read all this kind of stuff with all these suggestions of deceit I mean that is major deceit anyway that as I was going on to say that this Billy Shears if this is true I mean either somebody's got a really good imagination but there was lots of explanations through this this book explaining why this happened why that happened because I was the replacement and we had to do certain things you had certain surgeries but you know and you know when you look at the pictures I mean he grew a beard that was a really appropriate useful time for him to have a suddenly have a beard he suddenly looked different and anyway he said that um, he was writing this book because really he wanted he was there was a contract that none of them could disclose that he'd been used to replace so now he's still under this contract that he can't say, hey, look, I'm a, I'm a fraud and I'm not the real Paul McCartney. Um, he, he wanted to tell the world, so he had to do it in a fictional book. Oh. And that's how they've done it, is that he's not breaking the copyright or the, the, uh, the contract by writing a fictional story. <laughs> and it's quite fascinating to read it and there's lots of things you're like oh that's why that happened like that oh that, that explains that you know i mean either somebody's been really imaginative has made this entire concept up or it's true that he has been replaced so you know that's a, a deceit story so it kind of fits a little bit with even from and there he is using a, a bunch of names and there he is being a more talented he said he just never got noticed whereas um it was mentioned in the book that Paul's father and one of the other, it might have been John's and somebody else's father, was a mason. Oh. And they got chosen to be the ones that were going to be the influence on the teenagers. And teenager was not a word that came into being until these guys were famous. And suddenly they used the word teenager. Lots what of business that was. Remember all the teen Yeah. Magazines? Right. Yeah. There you go. And the influence of the young people and all the hippie movement and all that stuff. They say LSD was brought in purposefully and all that sort of thing. You know, there's so much stuff out there that, again, this is like rabbit hole stuff that I've been down this, obviously, <laughs> down this rabbit hole. And I got very um, fascinated by this book. I, I struggle to kind of read through books these days. I've got so many. Oh, and this book, I sat and I read the entire thing. And when I was on that trip to Arizona, I, I had time and I sat and I read quite a bit of it. Uh, I finished it on the train on the way back. Um, it was, yeah, it was very, it was an ebook I had, but I bought some, you know, the ebook, but it was very interesting enough to, it held me right to the end to, to read through the whole thing and it was definitely fascinating so if anybody's interested it's um billy's back it's called yeah and then there's a larger version i can't remember what that part's called and this was about 350 pages i think this one the other one was like way more high it's five or eight hundred pages but it was it was very interesting definitely fair so anybody's like interested in the beatles and would be interested in that it's the it's a good read so yeah there goes some more deceit that's uh potential deceit anyway who knows uh, the truth until you know but like they say they can't they they what that's what it says that they there was a contract signed between all four of them that they could nobody could disclose this had occurred so that's why yeah so uh that's quite an interesting story contracts there you go tie you hold you if you want if you believe in them you know but again, we were talking about this before, is that 
contracts, and this is one of the things Kate talked about, is these are spiritual contracts. And if you can end them spiritually, you can end them physically. And that's what we've been doing with, with the legal name is that we're like, well, okay, that's done with. I might have agreed to it at one point, but I know what's going on with this now. So I don't have to continue with this. I end this to say, break them. I feel it's better to complete it. So, okay, I have this contract going, but you know what? It's the end of this contract now. It's over with me now because I know the truth. I know what's going on and I can complete this contract and let it go and I can move on in my own way. And then given this physical stuff we're in, we've all been, not all, but most of us on this call have made great efforts to live without the legal name. And we are all coming across situations that that block us that that make it very very difficult you above all or along with all know very well this to get past certain things you need someone who's someone that's to live someone will be the proxy or whatever it is and that's why i'm going to take this opportunity yet again thank you thank you thank you to every being yes it is possible for any known namer or any human being to survive another day with a little bit more grace as you were able to find your humaneness to use your ID for someone else and assistance. Either mm. for internet or to get cash from an yep. SG or whatever. So I don't think any one of us could claim that nobody no. has helped us. Nobody has that's in the system has helped us. And unless, like we've said before, unless we can get this place to live where we have enough food and materials to sustain ourselves without outside help. Trusts are the only way that I've found that you can potentially do that. Then you have to have a trustee. Yeah, and all the other people can go in those venues. Again, it is hierarchical because it does cost money and it does take a knowledge of paperwork and the willingness to have two years to study. So, you know, it's just, that's the weariness. It's like, all right, already could be all in <laughs> place. Can we all just say, look, you know, this is all in a bullshit. Let's yeah. stop it. Let's stop paying into it. But yeah. there's not enough of us that are willing to do that. No. We have all had a go at it and we're all doing the best we can with where we're at now. It does seem that this whole zero point thing is a very difficult place to attain to get to. So just given the construct, given what has been created here, it's brilliant. The whole thing is horribly brilliant. <laughs> horribly brilliant. It is a good term. Maybe that's your next uh, one of your next poems. <laughs> it's horribly brilliant. <laughs> But it, I think, you know, that's actually a pretty good juxtaposition there. Horribly brilliant. Yeah. Because yeah. so much of it about so much about what's been created is horrible. So much it's been it's brilliant the way that the legal name has been used against us. And some of the parts of the system are brilliant. The infrastructures a lot of it is brilliant. If it was not um, used in such controlling and fraudulent manners if we were all doing like what Heather had foreseen with these, I can't remember what they called them now, but it was whereby we'd have 
um, support and encouragement for each other. There would be the infrastructure of the, the way that we would create foods and, and power and support for each other. If it would be peer to peer, that would be the way it would be. The, um, the ideas like the Venus project, the free world charter, all those have got those, those visions of us all just mucking in together and helping each other and producing the food, producing the buildings, you know, whatever we need, the roads and the whatever, without this corporate end of it. And that's what Kenneth Scott talks about. Everything's okay without the commerce. Commerce is the problem. The trading between our, ourselves, our living to living, are not the problem. It's this commercial thing, this whole fiction, fraudulent, dead entities, all of them. They're the fucking problems, not us. And we can trade one-on-one, two-on-two, ten-on-ten, whatever, group-to-group, living to living. That's when we can be our true real authentic selves but with this commerce thing this entities this whole thing for people to hide behind oh ego you jumping in yeah or somebody maybe yeah we're all here yay 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 big yay big yay to all whom I've met from the table of Becky McLean, uh, McLean's plural. Uh, <laughs> if that's their name, I don't know. Uh, uh, Jacob, you name it, you name it, you name it. <laughs> and yay. So, um, love what you said about the teenager because we had to signify what classification they were. That's just so nutty. Yeah. Corporatocracy for you. Yeah. So we created for purpose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not, not love. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, the man. problem. Yep. That's the thing that's wrong. Yeah. And Stormcrow is a friend of ours uh that was storm crow or crow or storm who uh, chimed in uh, some time ago i believe yes cool Mm -hmm. cool he's quite a benign being loving caring yes uh he's right he's sitting at the table this definitely uh Bert and I have the pleasure of meeting him when we went to uh, Colorado. Right. So. right, right. Cool. Hello, Hello Bird. Good to see, good to hear you. Hey, this is Eagle. That was is, Eagle. That, is that Crow? Oh, what's up, Eagle? How are you, Crow? The, oh, the truck and all property have returned. Oh, hey, listen. Uh, you have my email. My my yes. email email. Okay, Mia's source at Gmail. I don't use the GMX anymore because I've been locked out of it for some reason. Anyway, 
because you don't use a legal name. They want a name with it. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, uh, anyway, uh, I want to send you a care package after the new year. Okay. Do you want to contact? I'll send you some butter and a pair of sandals for Bird. Awesome, Bird. You're getting uh, you're getting the hemp sandals. Ah, oh, the hemp sandals are awesome. No, they're actually polypropylene. Okay. <laughs> okay. And Bird has a uh, Hanukkah story for everyone who shares Kwanzaa mess. So there you go. Or not, who, who celebrates the other thing of just love every now. Uh, yeah. So, okay. Crow, if you want, just uh, email the one, the contact you have for this one, and boom. And then I'll go from there. Uh, okay. Cool. So, on uh, Wednesday evening this past, a week ago, uh, Bird did as a brother can, and will only do, only a family member will do, and was angling to, I don't know what he was angling for, but he uh, was driving me to action he was pushing me to action and you know with all kinds of verbiage and you know saying that one might do and so uh we we came up with okay thursday morning we'll call the vatican we'll call the sheriff the fbi plays shielding games so you, you don't get through to them well uh, we didn't i didn't and then call not all toe and tell them our intent to go to the sheriff at noon on friday and then go to the tow yard after so i called an incoming county commissioner whom we have found to be loving, completely loving, this gentleman. And I told him the intent. He said, well, I'll uh, meet you there. I'll do my best. We're a little busy right now, tomorrow, but do my best to meet you there. Okay, cool. Well, that prompted him, I don't know yet, to do something. So Friday morning, uh, I, Thursday evening, I meditated on it and said, this is wrong. This is telling Tommy or Virginia, I'll meet you in the schoolyard at 315. I'm going to kick your fucking ass. That's what it's supposed to me is this is a fight. They're going to see it that way. Don't want it. Yes, we can transmute. Yes. Yes. However, it's created all. New Earth now. Okay. So I said, no, we're not going. Um, I shared with Ciro the evening that Thursday or uh, Friday morning thursday thursday afternoon and that helps as he knows the situation uh, you know firsthand and so i called uh sheriff saying yeah unable to make it today called the incoming county commissioner and he said well i already have a meeting set up with the under sheriff at 1 30. oh okay so uh called the tow yard spoke to the wife or left a message actually left a voicemail they didn't get it i guess 
because once all those calls were made and called to the Vatican saying we're canceling that and done and okay, the Vatican has yet to return a call just like the sheriff. So is there some similarity? Your answer. So didn't do that. Uh, I walked back to the dwelling to fill up the coffee cup, did so. The the 480 number that Bird carries rang, and it was the tow yard, not all tow. And he said, who's this? I said, well, you're calling the number. Bird gave it to me said, do you want it? I said, yeah. The recorder was in the shop where I was headed with my fresh cup of Joe coffee. So I'm walking up there, and he's saying, well, uh, who's this? I said, well, you called this number, so you reveal yourself. You're knocking on the door. Reveal. And I knew who it was, but I needed him to say. And I said, oh, this is uh, the uh, lawful man known as Randall. My friends call me Eagle. He said, ah, okay. And then we proceeded to communicate. Well, long and short of it, he said, I don't want the truck. I don't want the property. I don't want anything to do with it. It's sat here. It's in my way. I'm tired of it. You get a friend, like I told you a couple months ago, and I don't remember this. Maybe I heard a different number. I don't know. Different state. A state of not trusting anyone with a legal name, maybe. And that is a state of not trusting the self. So, just because they have a legal name doesn't mean they're not trustworthy. So, he said, like I told you, get one of your friends who wants to use the legal name, meet me at the DMV, pay for the title transfer, as I've had, I've had this title for two months now. Wow, I said to myself, and they can give me a hundred bucks. I'll put it outside in the yard. They can pick it up. What they do with it after that is their business. I don't care. I want it out of here. So. Let's send a moment of love to the Nuttall tow yard as the Nuttall wife partner had, uh, experienced a heart attack, not last week, but the week before. So who knows? Who knows what prompted all this? Was it the governor calling saying, you got to do something about this, clean it up now? Uh, was it blah, blah, blah? You know, you know me. Speculative thought is wasted as to why something happened, why someone did something. You'll never know unless you're going to ask them. And even then, you don't know because you're not in the now. You're in the past. So it doesn't matter. And there we go. So it was the energies of all of us at the table that did this. And the energies of knucklehead me, maybe not hearing, not to learn something, to go through something, to experience what that is, to lose, not lose, to be stolen from in such a manner of terrorism and theft. So, truck, all contents returned our friend he is a slave he is our friend 
Jared met him at the DMV. He came back, and I danced a jig in the yard, jumped up and down, was near tears, and just happy. Just fucking happy. And there's a let go that has occurred with me in the last few since that came, since I knew it was coming. This is healing. What is it? It's a program of your stuff. It's not you. Yet this program is deep. It was with me. So, uh, thank you all. Yay. That is such great news. Yay. Awesome. Wow. Yes. Oh, here's Bert. Hey there. Hey, Bert. I love all you guys, and it just dawned on me today. It's really pretty cool. Let's put this out there. Let's have one of them month-long things. Uh, we'll get the ball rolling. It, it, it may or may not happen right away, but it's pretty cool because this just might, might snowball. No, it will snowball. Let's do one of these deals where, uh, like, like the my four-wheel buddy that I roll in blue, uh, it's got a little, one of those running lights out. It's not a blinker light. It's not a brake light or anything like that. Uh, but I, I'll, I'll put that, I'll put my energy toward it tomorrow or the next morning to get that taken care of. And what I'm thinking is here, I'm leading, I'm segueing into this. Uh, everyone for 30 days, you, you drive the speed limit maybe a couple miles over because I do and I'm going to continue to do that and or maybe the speed limit whatever is appropriate and uh, have all your headlights and taillights uh, taken care of and brake lights and all that and uh, and you know then we go into the realm of, of some other people who are maybe a little bit more desperate you know okay no more shoplifting uh, for all of you, you know, teenagers and, and, you know, I, I've, I've dabbled in this, the, the trade of, of some chemicals in my day. So back that off a little bit too, or completely and do that for 30 days so that there is absolutely no possible way for any of these alleged authorities with the lights on the top of their cars to ever turn their lights on for 30 days no no running the yellow take your time have fun it's all good you're not in a hurry uh you know whether you're young or old or whatever and dabbling in a little bit more sinister realms hey keep it on the low profile if, if you're if you have some cannabis and some beers or whatever well sleep on the floor at the place you're at you know uh, at some friend's house or whatever and, you know, don't even walk home. Don't even give them a shot at, at walking home, you know, for a public intoxication or thing. Don't let the court system and the police system have any reason, rhyme, reason, whatever, to do anything for 30 days and watch, watch it all just be bankrupt. 
stop everything. Be absolutely right to the polish and shine it. Polish and shine it and just roll and be happy mm-hmm. and have fun. And if you want to go down that other road, be safe with it. Stay, sleep on people's floors or couches or I don't care. Nothing happens to contract with commerce. Mm-hmm. 30 days. Let's get that rolling. And then it's going to go to 60 days. Then it's going to go to 90 days. Be safe. Do what you want, free will choice, but shut them down. Mm-hmm. That right there yeah. is the answer. Is there? They depend on our lifeblood. Yeah. Let's stop. Let's stop. Yeah. So, Love you guys, birds out. Mm-hmm. Nice bird. I'm with you. That's the way to go. I mean, that would be. That is the way. I mean, that's what we're all doing, I think. I travel completely peacefully with no need for anyone to be, you know, involving themselves in my progress along. And, uh, yeah, we steer away from as much commerce as possible. So let's, uh, yeah, go with it. Absolutely. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, another, another thing that I know helps is as far as the doing of an action was we called and called. There must be 45 voicemails that the sheriff got at least 45. Wow. At least. There must be messages that uh, the archdiocese have received. It, I would say at least I don't know what thirteen. We don't need them. Uh, they're supposed to be the overseers of the, the papal bowl that that we know from Kate's table that was written on what was it September something of thirteen. Two thousand thirteen. July July eleventh, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Of thirteen, activated on September first of thirteen. Anyway. Uh, those things were uh, that was something from shock and zero is be annoyingly neutral mm-hmm. just call them just call them dumb it's boom bada boom bada boom it's boom bada this it's that it's this uh, legal name fraud etc etc using a legal name you're fraud uh, you are actually under me it's not, you're not worse than me you're, you're consenting to be under me you're not you're my equal yet not all have a contract, has a contract active with the DP, the troopers. So one cannot force another to break something as that is harm. Yet that is a Samael creation, a, a whatever, commerce creation. So it's merely to look at it. Now he has turned to be apparently an upstanding cowboy uh, uh, one of the stand to his word so that's that with that and one known as eagle tinkered with electric carpentry tools all day and just had a really great now really did I was I had to get mm-hmm. one screw out that's why it took me a while to get uh to share so 
thank you, Becky and Jules and Jolly and Libby and mainly the Divine Feminine for this thing uh, and everything that happened after I came out of the womb, really. That's the culmination with this now. Mm. It's so sweet. <laughs> so gorgeous. It's wonderful. Ah, yes. Yay. 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 And now we get to look forward. That's what I really, Yeah. I got to say, that's what really charges me now mm. is the energy I feel of, of eyes are forward now. They're not yeah. in the back there, right. which is what they want. That's another thing that system does. They keep you in the past because your court date is in the future. So they keep you you're out of here now. There's no way you can be harmonic. Well, okay. You can be harmonic with a choice. That choice is connected to a program that is, for me, was difficult to let go of. So well, that's another learning from it. I will be learning from this for any song. <laughs> Okay. And here's Iris. Oh, she's not ready. I'm sorry. I thought she was waved her hand or something. <laughs> okay. She merely moved in her chair. It's all good. She's not in that now. It's all good. She's in a meditative state. Well, cool, man. Cool and, stuff. and that bird has a comment. Did you have a comment? I can. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I, I guess I can. <laughs> oh, fun. What a fun week. Yeah. But I'm just going to reiterate. Everyone, spread this like freaking cannon fodder of love. Yeah. Just do the speed limit. And don't just... There is absolutely no reason for the freaking cherry tops to talk to you at all <laughs> and make it so that the courtrooms are freaking empty if you've got yeah. some kind of a or just don't even go the courtrooms are empty the jailhouses are empty the squad cars are empty there's yeah. no ink for those officers putting ink to paper there's nothing going on do that 30 days they're well they're already bankrupt and then there you have it right there so if you want a i mean if there's a possibility of you putting that particular little part of this show on and spreading it like a wildfire rock and roll dear i don't have the capabilities of doing that but there it is mm-hmm. you young kids who are being stupid and smoking your dope and all that stuff and having fun like i did that's cool just stay home when you're doing it mm-hmm. your free will choice yeah but just there is absolutely there's nothing no reason ever for those bubbles to go on on the top of that squad car for 30 days for everyone all across this whole planet yeah and it's done it's all done they're already bankrupt they're already gripping at things Mm -hmm. i've witnessed many times when people get pulled over i've even been in the car a time or two and they oh window tint yeah, yeah, window tent. Uh, first words out of their mouth is, you've been drinking? Escalate. No, 
Don't give them a reason to pull you over. Don't give them a reason. Yeah, yeah, love, yeah, peace, love, harmony all the way around and just be safe and be be in honor and, and just do the right thing because that's, that is right there. I, it came to me today. I don't know why. Uh, I may be wrong, but it really, I had goosebumps all over and all that and, and I, I, I've repeated it now, so I'll just stop repeating myself. <laughs> I can talk in I can talk in third corporation though if you want, real quick. <laughs> yeah. 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 And there too, while you're well everyone's doing this, what I do, what I focus on, we all have that star tetraheater or whatever. They're spinning like mad all around all of us. That's my thoughts on it anyway. And it forms a bubble. I kind of like that uh, Incredibles, uh, the cartoon movie Incredibles, where the dad is like Superman and Elastigirl's mom and the little boy is like Flash. He's like super fast. And then the girl is the invisible one, but she can put that bubble around everyone that is a protective force field. Focus on that because that's your star tetrahedron and doing it. And it's, a, it's about two feet above your head. It's about two feet into the ground below you. And you're you're the boy or the girl in the bubble. You're walking around and it's rolling, along with uh, the uh, uh, Avatar movie where every step you take, your foot lights up underneath it, and that energizes that bubble, your protective force field. And then we'll go to Star Trek with shields up, Scotty. So you have that shield around all of it, all of you. Every one of you does. We all do, and I'm putting it around each and every one of you individually. Uh, which don't really care for that word, but I just said it, so it's too late. But uh, each and every one of you, and uh, I put it around like the little town I'm at, the little place I'm at, I put it around the garden, put it around the whole planet Earth, and put those bubbles around everything. Pretend you're the, it's the little thing where you dunk it in there and then you blow when you were a little, you know, or old, you know, I want the secret, I will keep your secret. If you want to blow bubbles, that's cool. And that's the bubble that we're all in. And then we create the bigger bubbles of protection and and just peace, love, and harmony. So that's what we do. And, you know, wrap the whole planet in that bubble. And then I would say attach a little string to it for Christmas. Uh, yeah, my intent is pure on the Christmas thing. It's all good. Uh, grew up with lots of smiles underneath that tree. But... It's the Christmas ornament, which is Mother Earth, the big blue marble. You're blue marble monkeys, all of you. And uh, so am I. And dunk that thing in some fresh, local, raw honey and just watch that love drip off that thing. So that's as far as I can go. I'm going to shut up before I get all teary-eyed. Thanks, bud. We love you. Did someone mention raw honey? Ah, there's the Hello, everyone. Hey, nice to hear you. Be man's here. Be man, yeah. Yeah, to segue from Eagles, Divine Feminine, the appreciation thereof. I tell you what. Had a funny thing happen to me recently. Uh, I decided to watch the Jupiter Ascending movie by the Wachowski brothers. 
the ones who created the Matrix. Yes. Well, hold on a second. Hold on a second. <laughs> and uh, the one I was watching it uh, with, she said, uh, who did that movie? And I said, the Wachowski brothers. And she says, you mean the Wachowski sisters? I'm looking it up right now. It's the Wachowski sisters. <laughs> there is quite a few men out there that uh, appreciate the divine feminine. No doubt about it. <laughs> yeah, good stories. Good story tonight. Tell you what. Good stuff. Yeah. Ah, I tell you what, now, Bird also mentioned something about, uh, I'm not certain what he was referring to, but the uh, um, a pentagram or a hexagram or something. What was that you were referring to, Bird? Can you come back on real quick? Sometimes it takes them a moment to switch over from listening to speaking. Well, that's, it's interesting that he mentioned that because, yeah. Yep. I think I'm here. Yes, you yeah. are. You mentioned, you mentioned a pentagram. Are you, t- are you talking about the sat the sat Saturnic pentagram, or 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 what are you talking about? Well, the star the star tetrahedron, uh-huh. which is the which is if you if you look at the complete uh, four or five sixty of the uh, the logo that was put on the Jews, you know if you look at that, it's got I think it's like 16 or 18 points on it or something like that. Yeah. It's what spins around all of us. Uh, you know, I, I did, I, I have one. Okay. Uh, and it's, uh, it's just, uh, you know, well, I don't know. I guess I, I'm going to ask, I'll wait for your question on it because I don't really know how to explain it really. Well, yeah. So it's just—it's not really a question. It's—it's um, yeah. an observation. It's an observation that I made uh, while while spending some time in a cage myself. I saw the uh, a lot of Saturnic. Uh, well, a lot of people call them uh, Satanists, but I call them Saturnic symbology. Uh, and Saturn allegedly has a um, a pentagram at one of its poles. And so I saw this particular symbol quite a bit while in the cage. And last night uh, I was watching, I, I started, I decided, well, I'm, I'm going to do some research on the Wachowski folks, the brothers, sisters, you know, you know, they're my brothers, your sisters, whatever, you know, whatever. They're, they're people like you and me. And uh, so, I, I <laughs> so I started watching a Netflix. They, they made a movie or produced a movie for Netflix called Sense8. And I'm like, I, I was brilliant. floored. Yeah. I was floored because I saw the exact dang symbol that I saw when I was in the cage or jail, as other people oh, call wow. it, prison. I saw the exact same symbol constantly coming to the fore in that sensate movie made for Netflix. Uh-huh. Like, These guys are into the Saturn thing, you know, and then you get into Jupiter. You start seeing symbology in uh, Jupiter ascending, same thing. So these guys from a very early age, or gals, I guess now, Whatever, whatever, <laughs> no big deal. Whatever you know, house that you happen to be in at the time, mm-hmm. uh, they have this. They have this knowledge of the matrix or the yes. false womb, uh, the box. Because when you, you people who really get into the Saturn thing, they look at the 
the, the pole and they say, well, this is actually another representation of the cube or the box that people's minds are within. And the, the, the only people who can get outside of the box are the, are the, are the, uh, the architects or the adepts who are within the box, but have somehow or another, they have the ability to see as an architect. So yeah, it's through these movies that it's front and center for a lot of people. Uh, it's full disclosure. Yeah. It's, there's a full disclosure going on right now and it's getting more and more full. It seems like, uh, you know, it's like they're, they're, they're just, they're coming out and saying, Hey, you know, uh, it's all a big scam. We're just putting it out there. We're just admitting freely now. This is just a big scam, this Matrix thing. Everything's about your consent. You don't actually have to do what we're telling you. You don't actually have to be part of the corporation. We're just, you know, just backing away, slowly but surely. We're backing away, fully disclosing that this is all a big scam, and we're a bunch of criminals putting it out there like it wasn't a big scam, like it was, you know, actually a law or something. <laughs> and you all believed it <laughs> and you all believed it but there's so many of you that don't believe it now there's so many of you that are de-investing from this program that we're starting to back up you know because you know heads are going to roll if we don't so we're just going to softly move out of the way and let reality replace the fictions that we created that's what's going on it's going on through the efforts of people all over the world who are absolutely committed to the truth. And by being committed to the truth, the fictions simply go away. They just don't have power anymore. And it's taken a lot of people getting hurt really bad to get to this point, but we're on the way and that's okay. It's okay. Because you know, it's people who go this down this road to, expose the matrix for what it is to show people the truth for what it is and the lies for what they are. They know what they're getting into. It's not like, you know, there's no history. There's plenty of history to guide us. We know that we know what happens to people who pull back the veil and that's okay. It's just part of the program. It's part of the process to eliminate the program really. So yeah. Yeah. So it, <laughs> My, my existence right now is just absolutely full of synchronicities and winks from the universe. It's quite an experience. But this is what was, I was told before I got into this, that uh, once you go down this road and you go all the way, you're going to see things you won't believe. You're going you're gonna to have access to a level of consciousness that you don't have right now. And it's just about letting go of the box let go of the restraints that have been placed upon you by generations of people over eons of time yeah that's it yeah yeah and i i i i, I was listening to uh years ago well and i still re-listen to the michael Sarian uh subversive use of sacred symbology and yep. and there's a boat there's a boatload boatload of it out there for all of us so i highly recommend you know pulling that up on youtube or whatever you want to do with that and look at what he goes through however a great thing also is the the 
subversive use of absolutely incredibly great symbols. And that's kind of what I've come across here is that the, the, these, these alleged dark forces have to give, uh, they have to give you like allegedly uh, full disclosure, which, which they, they don't when you go to court, do they? But they, they think that they do and they play a little, that, there we are, subversive use of sacred symbology for negative and for positive. And there again, now that's that messed up too, because when we eat our food, we want to eat negative energy food. We don't want to eat positive. You know, all your good raw fruits and vegetables are negative energy, but we think of positive as a good thing. So there's another twist to it. Uh, but yeah, the, the symbology is out there. You know, the, the Kali, K-A-L-I, uh, like I believe that's like water and I've been on some freeways lately and seen these semis going with this on there. Well, if you look up Kali, uh, it can be both. It can be uh, some sort of a god or goddess of death or goddess or goddess, or god or goddess of rebirth. So everything is duality in everything we're doing. So these subversive messages that are being delivered by these guys by this whatever the hell is going on i'm looking at i'm looking at empire cat right now on a big yellow and black sign and it's all capital letters and it's caterpillar cat is in a big black square with yellow words empire it's in black capital letters surrounded by gold okay now if you look into uh, the, the the secret signs and symbols as far as the cat goes, that will lead you to the the afterworld safe and sound. Well, empire is surrounded by gold. Well, that's the crown. So which one, which road you going down? So you got dual. I got. I'm staring at duality right here. You got a fire going. There's a tent. There's a garden. There's yeah. We're having fun. Everything is great. And I'm looking at duality right here, right now. And it's everywhere, each and every one of us see it every day, whether it's a Circle K gas station or an Exxon gas station, look at the symbols. There is both harmful symbols in that, and there is wonderful, wonderful healing symbols in that. Which one do you choose to see? Mm -hmm. That's right. That's right. And all the symbols are outside of self. They're outside of the living being, meant to work on the living being through those eyeballs. So that duality, all of that, you can overcome a lot of it just by closing your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, but that takes time and it takes practice. But, the, but that's it. I mean, the, I guess if, if there were a true master of this realm it's one who's here but's blind they that they just or have, have had the ability to see but now choose to not see and in so doing are completely if they're completely uh in awareness because yeah, and, and as, long, as long as our eyes are open and we're taking it in through our ears and our eyes this this the note the, the, the sounds through the ears 
and the waves, light waves through our eyes, we're being deceived in this place. And it, yeah, you well, know, yeah. And then too, that, that's what is so important about, you know, uh, Michael Sarian doesn't have a whole lot of uh, people who pick on him, but we have the David Ikes and the, and the Alex Joneses, of course, and all that. But you know, they, they play a very important role. They yeah. point out the negative. They only point out the negative. That's what's sad. They, they do. Tessarian points out, yeah. Tessarian points out the yin and yang, thanks, Eagle. Yeah. Of both. The other guys don't, but, but there again, they open up the door for all of us to discern that because we all have two educations. The one they spoon fed us and the one we give ourselves. And that is, that's been the best one for me. I don't know about you guys. Maybe, you know, let's all get on this journey together. And that's self education instead of the one we're spoon fed and choking on. So, love yeah. you. Love you all. Uh, I may chime in again. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Can I chime in for a minute? Absolutely. Okay. Um, talking about symbols, when I was flying back to the mainland, it was the first time in, I guess, in a long time since I've flown that I was forced to sit by the window. But I realized I was sitting by the window for a reason. And so when we were flying over... Colorado and some of the other states the pilot thank goodness was showing us and telling us all of the things that were underneath us and aside from the clouds being a little bit of covering up a lot I never realized how many symbols were on the earth from above that you could see out the window Interesting. and I was like I was like saying are you kidding me I couldn't believe it when I when I saw I saw circles that had pies taken out of them, full circles, squares, triangles, you name it, they were all on the earth. And I'm like saying, Wow. I said, This just speaks volumes of everything that is going on with us down here. You can also see it from above. So I found that very, very interesting. And I did take some photos of some of them as much as I could, but there was a lot of cloud cover over it as well. But it was just an interesting phenomena to be able to see all of that, as well as seeing the, the mountains and the Grand Canyon and the waters running through and everything like that was, was amazing. So I just wanted to chime that in with the, about the symbols. Thank yeah, you. thanks very much for sharing that, Lotus. That's very interesting. Definitely. Wow. It's everywhere. <laughs> yeah, everywhere. Everything is everywhere. Yeah. Wow. Cool. Good stuff, everyone. Well, I don't know who else has anything to share. If you have, jump right on in. If not, I'm uh, ready to play some more funky music or whatever. And uh, ready to go and get myself something to eat. <laughs> I got one more thing to say. Day. Sure. Just, just to uh, continue on with this, this idea of, of symbols and sound. Uh, sound and sight are carrier waves for the fraud. They're carrier waves for mm -hmm. the fraud. Yeah. Sound and sight are carrier waves yes. for the fraud. 
And the reason that they, they choose those is because they're just, they're, they're, they're quick economical ways to get a message across. And the psychologists have figured out a way to, to in, incorporate sound and sight into the message of fraud and that it works. It has worked very well, but it also works very well for the unveiling of that fraud. And so what we're going through right now is the, the fraud for a long time just had a one-way carrier signal from the radio to the ear, and there's no ability for us to send a message back and forth. Now with the internet, it's a giant spider web of sorts of data Anybody can say anything at any time. And so at a minimum, there's an incredible interference with the fraud program carrier wave system. And at a maximum, it's, it's, it's being deconstructed right now. And uh, in, in, in the areas that I used to be a part of, which would be the, the markets, the stock markets, bond markets, and uh, currency markets, I'm seeing a lot of disconnects going on there, a lot of imbalances. In fact, uh, just recently in India, uh, they're in the throes of a currency crisis because they just took the top two largest bills, which uh, in the United States would be the $100 bill and the $50 bill, and uh, they just eliminated those from circulation. And the reason that this is happening is because the, the, the parasites, the operators of the matrix – they're, they're doing the will of the architects. They're, they're sensing a loss of control through the cash program. And so they're beginning to obstruct the cash program in order to uh, get a greater degree of control over the population, the, the human resources, if you will. And this indicates to me, it broadcasts to me, that there's been an incredible compromise in the delusion that is the legal system, that is the matrix itself. And they are really beginning to churn here and try and figure out, well, how do, we, how, do we, how do we control the subjects, the slaves, without going too far? And this thing they're doing in India by removing the top two largest bills in circulation is excellent evidence that they're, they're testing the limits of their abilities because it's creating a lot of chaos over there. And uh, it's interesting to watch as this thing unfolds because it may be coming over here. And at some point, what it will prove out is that cash is only an external uh, manifestation of what's real, which is us. We are the value. Cash and gold, silver, all these things are external to us that we place value on. This is in the process of going away, and I think we're coming back to the reality, which is we are the value. We are the power as individuals, not as a collective, because a collective doesn't exist without – it's just an obscure, vague idea of what is, in essence, an individual. And so it, it looks like there's, there's a hastening, there's a quickening to a final resolution – um, and you know, it, it's, it's happening at the macro level, at the currency level, it looks like, because, and the reason that's happening is because micro, which is you and me on an individual basis, we're all awakening 
and we're realizing the only way out of the matrix is to get is to avoid it. And so there the matrix operators response is to start outlawing cash because that's how people get outside the matrix at this point is through using cash instead of the banks. And so they think if they can get rid of gold, silver and cash, well, then they're going to have to rely on the matrix. But I think it's going to go the other way. It's just the matrix is it's imploding upon itself. It's it's dying. And this is his last attempt to get us to return to the matrix is, you know, is to go toward a cashless situation. And I think that's going to be a major backfire. And it has to be a major backfire because there is no value in cash. We're the value. We're the value because we determine what the value of everything is because we're real. Everything else is a fraud. Paper is a fraud. Countries are a fraud. Yeah. Paper are a fraud. <laughs> yeah. It's probably what we were saying earlier, right? Yeah. All of that's fiction. It's just, you know, and that's yeah. all what the problem is. Without all that shit, we're good. Yeah. We're all real. <laughs> that's where it's gone. It's like you were saying earlier, the Range Rover, that's a fraud. Yeah. That's a fraud. It's just a machine. It's a bunch of metal. It goes down the road. It's got tires on it. You put gas on it. It goes. Right. Range Rover is inflated the price because people put a, a, a value on it. Yeah. But it has no more utility other than what its objective is, which is to go from point A to point B. That's right. That's yeah. Light as it goes. Yeah. And a great, a great thing there, too. It's, it's fun. I don't know if anyone recalls. Uh, there used to be, back when I had TVs, and I tried to get rid of all of my TVs, but every time I got rid of them, people always gave me more TVs, which was really weird. But I, I would still watch them from time to time. And one of the commercials was uh, they were in line at kind of like a, I would guess, like a Starbucks, like coffee shop or whatever. And they were all going through, and they were going through lickety-split, swiping their cards. And then, and then the one guy walked in, he was up at the line and he actually had the Federal Reserve note. And then everyone was standing behind him with their arms crossed and they were tapping their toes like it took too long. Well, uh, this cashless society thing you're talking about, it's really quite interesting because, uh, go and do that. Well, we all, we all do that. I guess I'm, I'm assuming and presuming here, but I'm thinking we all have the Federal Reserve notes instead of cards that we're swiping, uh, as far as, and it's okay if you don't, but those cards, they swipe it and then they swipe it again. Then they enter a code and then they enter it wrong. And then they got to swipe it again. And then I'm the one with the federal reserve note, even though it's useless, it's an exchange for my energy. We all get that, but I go through the line and I'm in and out. I'm in and out of there in like 15 seconds. It's like beep, beep, beep. Mm -hmm. Here's the dough. Here it is. Boom. I'm gone. And, and, yeah, and the one in front of me bought one item and swiped that card four times, entered their password four times, and and then they, <laughs> and, and what's sad about that? Now now they have to swipe it and then they swipe it and that's wrong. They got to stick it in the end of it, so they they got to do a little they got to do a little push and pull there. Yeah, it, now it's a sexual thing. You got to plug that thing in. Yeah, let's plug that sucker in. And then that doesn't work for them, so they got to pull it out and plug it in again. 
Yeah, let's just have sex at the freaking checkout stand. Thank you very much for that. I really <laughs> love watching these people do that. And, and, and the sad part about it is, is that card, I don't even, if I, if I, if I want to, if I really want to, I can go into the realm of computer technology, and I'm pretty sure I can, I can do some damage if I want to, but I just choose not to because I'd rather be in the garden picking tomatoes. But they don't even realize that when they walk through a grocery store or a bus station or a train station or an airport terminal or Walgreens, there's already technology to steal all that bank account information from those people. And why not have? If you got 500 bucks to your name in the FRNs, put it in your pocket. Mm -hmm. Don't put it in the bank. Mm -hmm. Don't put it in, you know, I mean, if, if you're going to do a PayPal thing, throw it in there, transfer it, get it out. Mm -hmm. Use it. Use it as your tool. It's not a weapon. Mm -hmm. Tool. Do that. Let's everyone focus on that as well. And yeah, because it is. It's, for right now, the Federal Reserve note is is our tool, and we're we're doing it, and we have to use it. I I actually I you're talking to one right now, who has gone to a Fry's grocery store with a troy ounce of silver, one nine 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 ounce of silver. I think at the time it was about sixteen dollars an ounce, and I went there and I got groceries, and I said, "Do you take this?" And they said, "No." They won't take it. So our tool is the Federal Reserve Note because that is the only medium of exchange that the corporation will accept. And there you go. Mm -hmm. You know, if you want to offer silver each time, that's up to you. But yeah, it it really is. Um, but the system is going. They're freaking out. I agree with you, zero one hundred and ten, and we're all probably on the same page. Uh, yeah, and then there again, what I said earlier, everybody drives the speed limit. All you freaking drug dealing kids like I was when I was in my 20s and all that stuff, stop it. Uh, sleep on floors, just stay out of trouble, and the jails are empty. There isn't anything going on the martyr boards, on the cop things. There's nothing going, there's no tickets, there's no nothing for 30 days. And then we talk about taking it to 60. All right. Well, thank you, Brian. I think, sister, it's definitely time to call this a night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we really pre appreciate everyone's uh, stories tonight. Yeah. Good so this was a, hey, this was a quiet night, which is very unusual for me. This is a very quiet night tonight. Because um, usually the house is in an uproar. It's right. total chaos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds nice and quiet there tonight. Yeah, most people are sick in the house, I think is why. They're all, they're at the tail end of being uh, if we're under some uh, virus of some kind. Right, so, right, right. Uh, it's only me, uh, uh, myself, and uh, one other, and the dog. And I, <laughs> the rest are sick. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, there's been a few sicknesses, been sickness in this house actually too. So, yep, yeah, I guess it gets around. 
Oh yeah, and I still have the cough and everything else, but I don't feel sick anymore. But there was something that came through. Did you have a sore, did you have a sore throat? No, I just had like a really bad. It's actually it started with a sore throat, but it didn't stay there for long. It became a real runny nose cough and lots of phlegm. I had so much phlegm. It was like, oh, you're not going to like. Yeah. Yeah, we just got the sore throat and an intermittent cough here. But it's it evolves over about two or three days. It goes from that, it lessens and lessens, and then it's just general malaise. And then you've got the perfect cure. Do I? Uh, honey. <laughs> oh, yeah, we've been doing a lot of, of honey and tea, no doubt. And onions, onion, if you make an onion, yep. onions with some honey in it, um, yep. and drink that or take a tablespoon of that teaspoon whatever it's really quite good yes yes and lots of rest much rest like more like twice more than usual is always good this is the perfect time i mean with the weather we've been having yeah uh, it's hibernation time it's really it is hibernation time yeah slow down take it easy rest with the earth yeah that's it <laughs> yep be a bear <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you joined us tonight, Cyril. Thank you. Oh, no problem. Good to be here. Thanks for everybody showing up. Yeah. It's wonderful stories, wonderful enthusiasm, wonderful tones. Good. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, good to hear you. Definitely. Lovely to hear your voice, as always. And so between now and next week, we will have gone to these big traditional holidays. So I wish people everywhere, anywhere. Um, joy, love, and peace during these times. May the transformation we may are predicted to go through be so fantastic that we will be laughing when we gather next week. Or, oh, what a ride! So, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Well, thanks again to everyone, and thanks for stories. And yay, the eagle and his horse is back. Oh, absolutely. That was. And his tools. And his tools, big time. That he uses, he will use those tools to do good. Always, always. Absolutely. Really good stuff. So, thanks again, everyone. All good from all. <laughs>